You are now tuned in to Go Time Dolphins with Charlie Touche and Kadeem Simmons, the Miami Dolphins podcast that's for the fans and by the fans. Gotta make them lose their mind when it's your time. And it's show time. Going all out when it's go time. I ain't wasting no time. Gotta make them lose their mind when it's show time. Cause it's your time. Lay it on the line when it's go time. Don't waste no time. Garoppolo and Kittle news? Yeah, I've got Kittle in my um fancy team. And someone made an offer for him this week and I rejected it. And I slightly regret it now, but it is what it is. <laughs> uh, I think um, their season's basically done now. And whether they draft a quarterback or, you know, go and get another amazing edge rusher or, you know, lineman. The 49ers have this way of just doing really bad, getting a really good player and then like the following season, you know, back in the playoffs, I guess. So, yeah, fair play to them, I guess. <laughs> Bruh, I, I think they, I don't want to say they're frauds, like, <sighs> like Chicago is a fraud. And the Rams are frauds, right? I, 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 yeah, but 49ers, I'm not, they don't scare me. You know what? You know what's funny though? Um, I believe Pittsburgh will have the number one seed. Um, and then I also believe the Dolphins will have a home playoff. Um, the Chiefs will have a home playoff. And Who's the other team? What's that? Uh, that the Bills? No, 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 no. Because it's, it's one one division leader. Of oh, each. yes. Dolphins been the division. So, probably so, so, so the Dolphins, the Chiefs, and the Titans, or the Colts, one of them two, one, the Colts or the Titans will have a, a, a division home game. And then Pittsburgh is going to have the bye. And that's how that's, how that's going to happen. Uh, and if if you had if you had to uh, play Pittsburgh or KC in the playoffs, who would it be? Pittsburgh. Yeah, you know, like for for some reason, it's funny because I believe Pittsburgh can beat Kansas City, but I would rather play Pittsburgh. It, it's, it's it's weird like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I think I think with the Chiefs, it's. Once it's on, once they get ahead, they're so hard to claw back. And even if they do go behind, they've shown on numerous occasions that you know they could be down twenty-four. That means nothing to them. They're going to get back into it. So, whereas I feel like with the Steelers, they're seven and zero, but I still think you can get at them. I'm not worried about their one game. Their defense, I'm worried about TJ Watt. The rest of them, I really don't care about. So I think you know we can. I think we're more likely to beat the Steelers, and especially if we can, you know, do what we did to um, Big Ben. That's what we did to Jared Goff. If we can, you know, send out some blitzes, blitzes and get him, you know, uncomfortable and stuff like that, I still think he's he's more error prone and will start throwing picks as opposed to Mahomes. Hey, I tell you this though, if our defense shows up like it showed up yesterday. It don't matter who we play, bro. It's not going to matter who we play. Like, that's the whole reason we went defense first. The reason we went defense first, we we, we, we spent money on defense, bought in Brian Jones, X got the uh, check, Agba and um, Lawson. You know what I'm saying? Like, the reason we did that is because if we're going to come across the Chiefs, we're not going to have a shootout with the Chiefs. We're not, we're not going to do that, right? So we got to get them. We have to hold them to as little points as possible and 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 then obviously have a good enough offense that's better than their defense and that, and that's how that's that's how we're, we're building the franchise now and i like that because defense wins games defense win championships you feel me yeah 100 percent. you look at the 49 if you look at the four games we've won the one thing that's been in that's that we've, ah, the one thing that we've had in common with all those games 
is that basically by half time the game was done. And that's because the defense completely shut, you know, the other team down. I think we'll probably jump back jump onto this more on the podcast and stuff. But getting a shutout in the NFL, it's not it's not easy because teams, you know, they get a random touchdown or you know, a random field goal. We shut out the Jets. And even though the Jets are the worst team in, team in the NFL, they nearly beat the Bills. The Jets, for all their, you know, for all their rubbish play, they put up points on teams, but not against us. And, you know, yeah, this defense is truly and truly legit. I'm now getting a few friends saying, oh, the Dolphins are low-key good. It's like, no, I was telling you that in the, in, you know, in the offseason. The Dolphins aren't a bad team. It's It will take time to get the rest of the media and other fans on side. But, yeah, man, this team, this, this defense especially, is going places. Like I said, I've been saying it for a good minute now. This team is better than what they what people think they are. But look, it's go time with the Fanatics, your Miami Dolphins podcast that goes not only across the pond, but across the world. I'm your boy, Charlie Touche, and I got Kadeem Simmons with me. And all I'm going to say is Miami Dolphins double-digit win. Again, how many times have we said that this season, bro? Double-digit win for the Dolphins, bro. Dolphins double-digit win. Like, it just feels so good, bro. Like, it's so, many, it's so much stuff we're going to talk about today. Um, I don't even know where, where I want to start. You, gotta, you, you know where you want to start, bro? I think, given what you just said, um, over the last three games, our point differential is plus 61. We, like, teams can't hang with us. And our last 16 games were 9-7. and seven. You know, this... I want to say this win streak, but this winning mentality, it started the back end of last season and it's continued into this season. And teams should be worried, fans should be worried because we are not here to just make up the numbers. We are here to to win games. And we're going to win games with two at quarterback or Fitzpatrick at quarterback. It doesn't matter. This team is built to win and you're now starting to see it. Hey, Tua Tungvaloa gets his first start in the NFL for the Miami Dolphins, and and I gotta tell you, bro, I, I there I've seen so many Dolphin games, I've seen so many Miami Hurricane games, I've seen so many Florida Marlins at the time, you know, real important games, um, Miami Heat games, right? There has been, there has never been, never ever 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 been a game that has made me so nervous, ever. I'm talking about we went to the, the finals for the Heat, the Miami Heat. I went to the World Series and seen the Marlins playing against um, the, the, the Cleveland team. You know what I'm saying? The Cleveland team in baseball. You feel me? Bruh, I've never been nervous, as nervous as I was yesterday, watching Tua get his first start. But I'm, I'm, I, I, I was a wreck. I ain't going to lie to you. So, <laughs> listen, listen, I was a wreck. I, and I was watching it with my cousin. It was me and him. And, and you know, people coming up, hey, can I take your order? Would you like something to drink? I'm like, I, I could not believe it, bro. I, I, I don't, I cannot compare it to anything either. And I promise you this, bro. The man came in, Tua came in, handed the ball off the first snap. Cool. I'm, I'm, I am nervous, bro. Second play. Oh, man. This man gets. <laughs> The welcome to the NFL hit out the way. Let's just get this out the way. Tua gets folded up, bro. Second play on offense. And I'm just like, you got to be kidding me, bro. You got to be kidding me. And he gets up. And obviously, for those who don't know, if you didn't see the game, uh, <laughs> I've been saying for the whole season, do we really want to start Tua? With Aaron Donald on the line, and the second snap from scrimmage for the Dolphins, Aaron Donald has a strip sack, strips Tua, uh, and I don't know who 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 laid the hit on Tua. I can't remember who it was, but Tua got smashed, and I'm like, yo, we get to find out real quick what this hip is looking like. Yeah, it's it's one of those it's one of those things where. You kind of want him, you, you want the hit and the fumble to get out early because, you know, first game, you're nervous. You know, if, if you're going to make a mistake, do it on the first or second snap. Don't do it at the end of the game when, you know, it's uh, you're driving down the field to try and win the game. 
And it's funny, so my family just got a brand new TV, 65 inch, and I'm like, you know what? I need to bless to a debut with this TV. <laughs> so obviously, <laughs> thing, the game isn't on Sky Sports for us. I've got to stream it from my phone, Game Pass. Game starting, and I can't get sound. And I'm just like, oh, don't do this. I don't want to watch this game in my room. I've got the TV downstairs. I'm comfortable. I finally get it going. I kind of caught bits of the Rams first drive, but obviously nothing came of it. I'm like, I'm comfortable. I'm sitting there. Two a handoff. Yes, my boy. Two drops back. Fumble. Avedonald. I was like, I'm going to bed because this is going to be a long, long evening. But outside of that, and I think the, the next drive, I think that was the the slowest we've played in a while. We just, actually, to be fair, outside of the Jets game, we kind of we couldn't get anything going. There were some drops passes, which I'm, I know we're going to cover later. And I think for me, it was after the hit with the fumble and another time where he scrambled and he got hit. And he got back up and I was like, yeah, he's fine. You know, once, once those first hits got out of the way, he was fine. The, the hip is fine. Listen, he's going to get hit. Let's be honest, unfortunately, he's probably going to get injured a few times. But in terms of his long-term career in the NFL and that hip injury, to me, it's not a problem no more. And we saw it yesterday. Hey, we, we knew this going in that once we put it into it, um, we're going to be going through some growing pains. It's a rookie quarterback. And we have it's almost like preseason all over again. Like the first three games of the season with Fitz, no one had a preseason. We had to go through the we, – we lost to – we were one and three in the first three games. Um, yeah, one and three, right? Yeah. We were one and three. Yeah, so we were one and three in the first three games. And it's like, man, what, what, what's going on here? And, you know, slow starts, the, fit, the, the, the offense is sputtering, and then we start clicking. And this is why I was on some, yo, you don't mess with the chemistry. But, hey, all aboard the tour train, right? Like 100%. if y'all not, if y'all didn't get y'all tickets, guess what? The train, the tour train <laughs> is, is about to leave the station. All about right? to leave, so, it's left. The train is <laughs> left. Like it's <laughs> gone. You're on. You're there on the platform with your hat and scarf and your luggage. It's gone because I don't want to see it next week or the week after. Oh yeah, it's all about tour. No, we told you at the start of the season. We told you before this game, the tour train is gone. You missed it. Two, hey, Tool Train left the station. All right? You heard it from Kadeem Simmons. Tool Train left the station. With that being said, we knew turning the page to Tua, we're, we're going to revert again. All right, now we got to go through this again with a new quarterback. Now we got to get the timing right with a new quarterback. Now the receivers got to get used to the, the ball coming at you differently, right? All the good stuff. And like you said, bro, after that, that strip sack, I'm like, yo, this is not good and and to his face if you see to his face like you know you know to is not used to to losing he's not yo he done came from a, a whole line of winning his you, you know just like Dwayne Wade said it I know y'all thought it was gonna go 82 and 0 but it ain't gonna happen I know y'all wanted to to never get hit and never get sacked and never throw a pick and never fumble but it ain't gonna happen and I'm glad we got it out the way the, the second snap on offense Yep. But Tua Face said it all. Like he was looking at Mike Gesicki, like, yeah, that's not how that's not how I see my that's not how I see my first my first pass in a real NFL game. That's not how I seen it. You know what I'm saying? So um and I was still nervous. I'm still nervous, bro. So they get the ball back, and I'm still I I don't I didn't even have enough snaps to get the jitters out on offense. So uh, they get the ball back, and I'm like, man, this is this is just not where I want to be, right, for, for the Dolphins. And then all of a sudden, the floodgates start to open up. And I'll just say this. For those who don't know, the Rams lost to the Patriots in 2019 in the Super Bowl, right? 13-3, by the way. It was 13-3. One of the most prolific offenses the, 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 the Rams had at the time that, that the NFL has seen in a long time. You know, you got the Mahomes offense out there with, with KC. You got uh, the Deshaun Watson look good. But when McVay got on the scene, that's why everybody who even had Sean McVay in their phone got a job as, as an officer coordinator somewhere because yeah. of McVay's offense. They, they lost to the, to the Patriots 13-3. to If you've been living under a rock, 
you might not know who the defensive coordinator was in that Super Bowl. That defensive coordinator was Brian Flores, your Miami Dolphins head coach. So it's it's safe to say that Sean McVay still has not figured out the riddle that is cover zero that Brian Flores <laughs> throws at him every time they play each other because we got him again. And, bro, when I tell you this defense showed up, when Agba showed up, when Lawson showed up, that's what, that's what we paid that money for in the offseason. Like, yes, the defense has to be there. Now, I would like to have a running game on offense because if you're going to have a defense, you can have the, run, the running game going because now you really slow down the game, keep the clock moving, and you just have just this old-school, grinded-out football. Like, hey, this, this always bet on the under in the Dolphins game. That's, that's, the, that's the idea. So I love that our defense showed up the way they did. It's a completely different defense with Byron Jones out there on the field, bro. Yeah, 100%. And again, after the Tua fumble, like on, on the preview podcast, I said, watch out for those jet motions, those fly sweeps. You know, that's what the Rams love. That is the bread and butter of their offense. It's misdirection, have your eyes looking one way while the ball goes the other way. When they scored that touchdown, I was like, again, it's, it's going to be one of those days where two is going to have, you know, he's growing pains, not going to do well. The Rams are going to just motion us to death and, you know, it's going to be an absolute nightmare. Um, I can imagine all the, you know, your Colin Cowers and your Skip Baylesses going, well, why? I'm not even going to try and do an American accent, but, you know, the whole, why they come, <laughs> why they come out from, um, from fit. Fitz was doing well. Fitz had him at three and three. The kid isn't ready yet. And especially before the game, when that report came out, that the reason the Dolphins went to... Um, yeah, the, yeah, yeah, the reason the Dolphins went to two and now was because, you know, the Houston pick was going to be really, really high. All that space looking. And they, and they went to see what they've got in him. And I was just like, don't do this. Like, please don't do this. But... After that, you know, Tua didn't have the best game in our entire world. He went 12 for 22, 93 yards and one touchdown. Obviously, the fumble as well. But he didn't have to do anything. And like you said, if we had a run game, that second half would have been even better. We just couldn't get the, you know, we couldn't run the ball. The passes weren't really there and stuff like that. But like you said, Sean McVay has been able to work out this cover zero blitz defense that you know Brian Flores has and it's I think the play that summed it up was the Andrew Van Ginkle return fumble Mm -hmm. because Emmanuel Ogba comes to the edge like like how how does Goff not see it obviously it's on the blind side but more than once too it was all game exactly all game Ogba hits him square in the chest ball popped up Van Ginkle you know goes and that's basically game over it's yeah, Brian Flores, he knows what to do with this defense, especially against Sean McVay. I, I agree 100% with Byron Jones not on the field. We're a complete different defense. Um, But again, there's there's playmakers. You know, Eric Crow had an interception, should have had a pick six. Christian Wilkins had a touchdown. Yeah, he had a pick. And do you know what? It's those, it's those kind of like the little wrinkles to, to Brian Flores' defence. I remember, uh, was it Matt Burke, the, the defence coordinator under Adam Gase? Yes. Yes. I remember a specific play. I can't remember who it was against, but he dropped Ndomakun Sue into coverage. And I was like, dude, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. But Flores done it, interception, Goff never saw it coming. And listen, it was a such a good defensive play calling from Brian Flores. You know... I know everybody's going to say, like, oh, we had less than 150 yards total. Bro, listen, if you watched the game, if you did not watch the game, don't at me. All right? Don't at me if you did not see this game. It was a blowout. We blew the Rams out the water, bro. Early, too. It, It got boring. Like, oh, this game's over with. So, look, for all the, all the, for those who missed the tour train leaving the station, you're going to hear them say, oh, he's not the answer and, and Trevor Lawrence and this is why we need to put him in now because we might get Trevor Lawrence. Look, man, 
I'm I have no I have no what's man I have no intentions of drafting Trevor Trevor Lawrence, bro. When we just spent a fifth on Tua, bro. Like, listen, these passes come out so solid, so crisp, so on the money. You know what I'm saying? Gasecki had dropped. All right, now when when Tua threw the um, the fly, the go route to uh, Gasecki on the sideline, it was it could have been on the outside shoulder, but let let's get something clear. It was in his hands, and yep. he was bringing it down, and he yep. dropped the ball, bro. That's a drop. Yes, the defensive, uh, the, the DB made a good play, but that's a drop, Gasecki. I don't know what he was shaking his head about. You know what I'm saying? And he was like, like, uh, like uh, whatever that was about. And then um, I think there was a one where uh, Preston Williams kind of let up on another go route on the left sideline again, and it was kind of far, but Preston Williams kind of let up. And I'm like, I don't, I, I have to see that all over again because it looked like uh, Preston Williams let up, and and, and you know it was, it was overthrown. So not sure what happened there. And then you had one where it was like a, it was like a, I want to say a bubble screen, but it yeah. was kind of like a, a, a like a. a a stop route, and the timing was off, and that comes with timing, bro. Like you gonna get that. Like this is this is the preseason all over again for us. With with two back at quarterback, but I promise you this: if you seen the game and you seen these throws, if you seen that touchdown to to Parker in the end zone, low where only he could get it. Yep. Coming through traffic in the windows, like come on, bro. I don't I don't I don't want to hear it from nobody. This is our quarterback. This is who we're going to build the franchise on. And it's a wrap. It is a wrap after that. Look, <laughs> man, I, hey, Roberts on defense, bro. The man was shooting gaps. Like, why Kadeem Simmons want to draft Michael Parsons <laughs> for when we got me on the bench? I'm like, yo, like, look at this man, bro. So, look, man, everybody showed up. Everybody brought their A game. Um, you knew that the Rams was going to come for Tua's head, bro. You knew that. Hunt showed up. Hunt is playing left, ta- uh, right tackle, the, the most important position on the field outside of quarterback on offense for Tua. Um, and I, I just, hey, everybody showed up. Every single body showed up. I, and I, I, I loved it, bro. I, I, I lost my jitters, like, somewhere around the second turnover when, when golf, like, I don't know. I don't know which turnover it was, but I'm like, oh yeah, we're good. We're safe. Yeah, there was. Yeah, there's two passes where I was just like, if you don't believe in Tua, then this is why you need to. And again, these aren't amazing. Patrick Mahomes sidearm where he's not looking and doing a 360 in the air. It's not these kind of passes, but it was the first pass on the RPO, which he threw to Preston Williams. But he threw it again. Only where Preston Williams could get it, he kind of right, you know, right. threw it low, so the sort of the DB can't get there. And and again, the touchdown. I think NFL stats showed that it was the most contested touchdown or contested pass of the entire NFL weekend, possibly the season. I think the separation was 0.24, and you know, two or three that only where Parker could could get it, and that's why he, you know that's why he came down with it. It's. It's something where he just looks composed. And I've mentioned it to you a few times. When Fitz was throwing the ball, to me, his his mechanics, they weren't off, but it looked like he was throwing his whole body weight behind the ball just to try and make yeah. it like 10, 15 yeah. yards. With two ones, you don't get that. He's just like, yep, zip, out my hands, done. There you go. Right. You know, the everything looks a lot more fluid. It looks a lot more... And again, I'm not trying to downplay what Fitz can do, but it's just effortless when, when, when Tuba does it. You know, the way he rolls out, left hand, boop, there you go, take it. Um, Yeah, his he, he finished 12 for 22. He should have finished 16 for 22 because there were some awful, awful drops. Speak on it. Speak on it, bro. Man, listen, Preston Williams, I love you so much, but this can't continue. It's... it's it's, the thing is, like, next week, he's he going to be amazing. He's going to, you know, probably go six for six with two touchdowns. He's going to catch everything. But part of this whole slow second half for not killing off games are drops. You know, it's, it, it, it weren't like... The only pass I was like, too, that's not a good pass, was that kind of that bubble screen. I think it was to, was to Parker, I believe, 
we kind of threw it a bit too far ahead of him. And like you said, that whole you know, communication and all that kind of stuff. Everything, everything else, it was right on the receiver's hands. Even right at the end where he threw it to Mars Gaskin. And again, it's you know, it's it's numbers. He threw it at the numbers, Gaskin's caught it, fair play. The DB has come behind, hit Gaskin, it popped up. Okay, fair enough. So there's that. Second, I don't know, or maybe even third. Just in so far as we've as we've been recording, I've got my Twitter up and I'm looking at one tweet in particular, and it's a replay over and over again of the Landon Roberts here. Because oh my god, he shoots the gaps perfectly. And again, this wasn't a blitz. Picture perfect. Yeah, he this just is, read it. He read yeah, it. He read it. 81. He listen, whoever 81 is retire straight away because you got pushed back into your guy the running back was like whoa you know end and I've got to say it again lean on a man that is what he did <laughs> 81 got lent on play stopped in the backfield it was amazing and um yeah it's again I still think we need a linebacker however what I will say is that the loss of Ray Paul McMillan no one cares I think McMillan in seven games this year, eight tackles, zero sacks, zero tackle for losses, zero QB hits, zero forced fumbles. And McMillan's meant to be a really good, you know, run-stopping linebacker. Those stats aren't that good. Landon Roberts, 26 tackles, one sack, yeah, six tackle for losses, three QB hits, one forced fumble. That's what I want to see from my linebackers. And... Listen, I don't know if Landon Roberts has a future in Miami past this season. I assume he'll probably stay around because he's good in special teams. But one, I thought I thought Michael Parsons. Two, you messaged me. Um, listen, I will get the receipt out. You messaged me saying, go get Michael Parsons. So it's like a theme thing. You said it as well. <laughs> I think he's had to be there. He's trying to draw me out. Listen, Landon no, no, Roberts. No. He said, no, no, no. Listen, don't try and get out of it. I will draw for the receipt. I will tweet it. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. I'm going to be real. This is what I said. Yeah, you got me. I ain't going to lie. What I said was, since Isaiah Simmons, since Arizona don't know how to groom linebackers, and that's where Hassan Reddick went to just end his career, in the first round, first round pick Hassan Reddick linebacker, they they just ended his career in, in, in Arizona. Now Isaiah Simmons, first round pick linebacker, top ten pick by the way, is just like almost obsolete over there. So I, I'm like, yo, I would not mind trading one of our tools. I would trade Houston's two, which should be fairly high in the 30s. I would trade Houston's two for Isaiah Simmons right now, today, since the deadline is is imminent. Trade him and go get him right now. Now that we got Isaiah Simmons, you telling me with our with our which should looks like we'll talk about this later with the Houston's pick. It may be a top five pick. I would not mind trading that top five pick a little. You know, I'll trade and trade back a little bit to where we could have the option of uh, Michael Parsons, uh, Humphrey, which is the center. And who else is, is should be right there? I had someone else in mind. I can't think of right now. But you know, you have you have a receiver there. But that, that's not who I had in mind off top. But you have options if you trade that pick back. So you telling me Michael Parsons and and Isaiah Simmons on the same team, bro? Like, bro, that is that is phenomenal. That is some Madden stuff that you only see in video games, bro. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. with this defense, with X on one quarter and Jones on the other, that is that is, I don't even want to. But are we missing Gotcha right now? Who? Exactly. Dude, there we go. Exactly. <laughs> Who? <laughs> Who? You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, yo, we we are solid on defense right now, and and the defense needs. Yes, we need safeties. Um, Jones would be nice, but. We can't. Rome wasn't built in a day, and we still need pieces on offense. And going a perfect segue to pieces on offense. Preston Williams, bro, used to be my homie. Used to be my ace. Oh, but look, don't bro, jump off the train. The train, the train, listen, the, the train's still going. Hey, no, 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 no. I'm, 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 I'm done with the Preston Williams train, home. Oh. I, 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 hey, I'm giving up my seat on the Preston Williams train. You was my dog, bro. Like you went undrafted. I remember you in college. And I like, why did this dude go undrafted? You know what I'm saying? 
and then we picked him up, and I'm like, he he's gonna be that person that everybody's like, yo, this receiver went undrafted, and he showed up. Yes, he tore he tore his ACL, and he also had drop issues last year. As a rookie, he had drop issues. We dropping all the Rosen passes and made Rosen look trash. But whatever. Now, hey, I refuse to let you make my quarterback look this bad, bro. I refuse, Preston Williams. And, and that's it, man. Like, hey, like I said this before, Devontae Parker is a solid receiver. He, Devontae Parker will probably be the best number two receiver in the league. Problem is, Devontae Parker is our number one receiver. No, so with not. that... You seen this man show up? You seen this man come through for us, bro? Hey, but yeah, man. Hey, look, Jakeem Grant, appreciate you. We need to get you on the show too, bro. Matter of fact, we're going to try to get Jakeem Grant on the show. I actually have some ties to Jakeem Grant. We're going to see if we can make that happen, man. Uh, but yeah, man, we, we need pieces on offense. Um, we need a complimentary back to where Miles Gaskin don't have to carry the load. We can't even run a, a third and one with Miles oh Gaskin. We, you see what I'm saying? Like we can't we can't do it. Um but like Jordan Howard don't even dress. He uh, hopefully he's he's out here on the trade deadline. Um so yeah man we need we need we need pieces a lot of pieces we need pieces on offense um and we need pieces on, on defense but we're solid still look at what we're doing and where we're at and and, and while I'm talking about that look at what Buffalo isn't doing. Buffalo almost lost to a Patriots team that is depleted, bro. Like, they almost lost. If Cam doesn't fumble that ball, Buffalo loses that game. Then they let the Jets stay in the game when, when Buffalo played New York. Like, bro, Buffalo is not that team. Buffalo, sure. Buffalo is not that team. We're going to win this division. And I remember at the beginning of the year when I was, I was like, yo, yeah, I, I see us going anywhere from 7-9 and nine to 9-7. and seven. And I said these words specifically, and we might have to find it on the podcast in our other episodes somewhere. I said these words specifically. If we split the L.A. teams, the Rams and the Chargers, we split with them and then split the last two, last four games of the season and go two and two, we will go 10 and six. This is what I said, bro. 10 and six. I said we would be three and three coming in the week uh, seven. And if we split the Rams and the Chargers, we will go 10 and 6. And I'm just telling you, this is par for the course. I hope y'all, I hope, I hope y'all got y'all, y'all, y'all reading material ready. Cause and y'all, y'all ready for the ride, bro. Cause we about to make a playoff run. And, and it's not too early no more. It's not all oh, week two, week three, you talking about playoffs. Nah, we in the middle of the season all of a sudden. All of a sudden, we in the middle of the year. We're talking playoffs. And, and if you're not familiar with Playoffs? We, if you're not familiar with playoff talk, this is what it feels like. The middle of the year, when you're a game and a half out of first place of your division, I like it, bro. 10 and 6, we're coming for it. Yeah, I think to kind of talk about the Bills, like you said, they they probably should have lost to the Patriots. They just about beat the Jets. They should have lost to the Rams. The Rams came back into that game, and that PI call at the end was complete rubbish. That game, nope, I'm sorry, the Rams should have won that. You look what the Dolphins just done to the Rams, what they've done to the Jets. We were unlucky to beat the Seahawks, the Patriots and the, and the, and the Buffalo game, whatever, you know, we'll get them back when, we, when you play them next. I think that what we are seeing more and more by the media is you get, you know, you saw it prior and after the Jags game and prior and after the... 49ers game going into the game no one gives us a chance outside of the, of the Jets game to be fair after the game it's oh it's only that team every single media person chose the Rams to win this game by half time they were like hold on something's not right they're still like oh you know the Rams will get back into this game but they didn't and then after it oh well you know the Rams have been to the East Coast four times maybe they're tired oh you know no preseason. Goff looks a bit rusty, and it's like, no, you know, Jalen Ramsey's out, you know, because he's not feeling too well. I don't want to hear it, because when the Rams beat the 49ers, no one said anything, you know. When we beat the 49ers, it was, oh, Jimmy G, you know, he's injured, and they're missing X, Y, and Z. Again, no, the Dolphins are shutting out teams. They are putting on, you know, defensive clinics, and at some point, you're going to have to respect us. 
And whether that's going to be at the end of the season when, when we're in the playoffs, I bet even then it will be, oh, well, you know, the Patriots didn't have Tom Brady and, you know, COVID and all that kind of stuff. No, you know, we all had the exact same situation. We've all kind of had to deal with, you know, no preseason. You know, if anything, we've got a rookie quarterback who hasn't played football in a year. You know, Cam was injured, but Cam played football last year. And, you know, Cam is an NFL veteran. It's, you're going to, at some point, teams are going to have to start respecting the Dolphins. And be it, you know, if not after today, actually, to be fair, I've seen a few media people say, you know, well, the, you look at, you know, what they're getting out of Emmanuel Ogbar, Andrew Van Ginkle, Eric Rowe, you know, Brian Flores is, is 100% getting his dues. But there's other guys on this team which, you need to start respecting them, you know. Carl Van Noy is playing well, Byron Jones is playing well, Xavier Howard is playing well. You know, respect us a little bit, please. We are winning this division. We are going 10-6 and six or better. Kadeem. Kadeem. Yeah, I'm here. 10-6 and six or better. All right? We're winning this division. And this is this is Buffalo's next five games: Seahawks, Cardinals, by Chargers, San Fran. Then they got Pittsburgh. Then they got Denver. Then they got New England. Then they got us. At the la- week seventeen is going to be basically a playoff game. We, we it's Miami versus Buffalo. Week seventeen. Listen, we we are winning this division, and and anybody who doubts us, bro, and all the Oh, it's just the Dolphins. Guess what? Jalen Ramsey took off yesterday because they were just playing the Dolphins. Oh, it's just the Dolphins. Y'all should be okay without me. That's what Jalen Ramsey saying. And the coaches is co-signing it. Like, yeah, Jalen, take the week off. We're just playing the Dolphins. We will be okay without you. Guess what? You know what? I got, I got, I got, I got something special for everybody listening. I got something for you too, Kadeem. Check this out. To our surprise, we were blessed this week because I go to work. For those who don't know, I am I was born and raised in Miami, Florida. I still live in Miami, Florida. Um, I, I, I grew up literally less than 200 yards away from uh, Joe Robbie Stadium. Um, I live I live like still in the area. All right. So I work out of state right now. Literally, I am literally in the state of Iowa. For those international listeners, I know you, 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 your geography might not be that good. But for those here in the States, I work in Iowa for the moment. Turns out we get a, a new person in, at my job. This is, I'm, t- I'm telling you, this is like three days ago. We get a new dude. This is, this is Thursday. And the new dude, he's introducing, introducing himself. He's like, hey, my name is... You know, whatever. And I'll, I, 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 he doesn't know I got, we, we do a podcast, but I'm going to put him, I'm going to send him the link tomorrow and he's going to find out. So he's like, yeah, my name is such and such, such and such. And, you know, we just chilling, vibing, cooling. He's like, hey, uh, you watch football? Yeah, I watch football. <laughs> Who's your team? Oh, my team is the Rams. I'm like, I'm like, no kidding. I'm from Miami. He's like, bro. I apologize, but we're going to run through you this weekend. <laughs> and I'm like, Yo, this is great. I cannot wait to put this on the podcast. So I'm like, hey, bro, you really think you're going to beat us this Sunday? He's like, yeah, it's not even going to be close. And then you know me. I had to tell him. I'm like, man, bro, I, I, I hate to tell you this, but the Rams are frauds. Y'all are frauds, bro. Y'all wins came against all NFC East teams. All of them are frauds. And then you beat the Bears, which is another fraud team. Like, bro, you played frauds. You're like, nah, we didn't play frauds. And we could only play the people on the schedule. And I like, so look, if the Dolphins beat you, y'all not frauds? He said, no, nah, we're not losing to the Dolphins. I, I cannot make none of this up. This is so good, bro. He's like, oh, we're not losing to the Dolphins. I'm like, okay. So if the Dolphins beat you, y'all frauds? He's like, yeah, we're big-time frauds if the Dolphins beat us. I'm like, oh, man, this is just too good. Right? <laughs> so I'm like, I, I'm like, this is just too good. Friday comes up. 
They're like, yeah, man, I'm going to check you out Monday. And, you know, I'll try to be easy on you Monday. I'm not going to rub it in and all this other good stuff, right? Bro, I go into work today, Victory Monday. Victory Monday. I go into work. He works night shift. He's leaving. I'm coming in. And, you know, COVID-19 out here, so we got to wear our mask. But I bend the corner, make sure I'm socially distanced from everybody. And he sees me bend the corner, and he bends the corner, and I just had to drop my mask so he could see how big of a smile I had on my face, bro. <laughs> like, like, yes, I am teasing up under here. So he comes over, he says, whatever. He 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 was just he was selling, he was selling all kind of smoke. Like, oh, we didn't win because of this, and you guys are really not that good. If we're not that good, what does that make you? But anyway, um, oh, this and that happened. You guys didn't really it wasn't that bad. I like, bro, it was a blowout, bro. Yeah. It was not even close. With all that being said, did he try to he try to end it with this? Oh, Jalen Ramsey didn't play. I'm like, look, bro, I'm gonna tell you like this, Holmes. And I almost said his name, but I don't want to put him out there like that. I, and and he, he real cool. Real cool, dude. When you get to hear this, I really rock with you. When my assignment is over, I'll give you my number. We'll top it up, top football. But look, when he said Jalen Ramsey didn't play, I'm like, bro, unless Jalen Ramsey was going to play offensive tackle for y'all, y'all oh, didn't have back. no chance. <laughs> no chance, bro. Zero chance with Jalen Ramsey. Because our offense did not beat, didn't win this game. You know yep. what I'm saying? Our defense showed up. Y'all boys have no answer for cover zero. Jalen Ramsey would not have changed anything. We still would have had less than 150 total yards anyway. Yeah, it's, I think, what got through for what, 51, 61 times, and the game was over by half time. And if anything, you know, got to the through a pick six in the second half. How Eric Rowe dropped that, I don't know. But, you know, the game, the game was done. The touchdown they did score in, at the end. I have no idea what Bobby McCain was doing because was it Woods run straight or Reynolds? Whoever was run straight past him. And it's like, McCain, you're not going to go. Like, I know you're playing, you know, centre field safety, but someone, you know, anyway, it's a blow to Simon, whatever. But all game, Goff was just, he was lost. So, yeah, like you said, unless Ramsey was going to play quarterback or wide receiver, he <laughs> wouldn't have made no difference. And it's funny. Um, So, for those who don't know, the woman you hear at the start of the podcast, that's my sister, my younger sister. Um, her boyfriend is a Rams fan. Oh, I forgot about this. So, wait, so, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> I forgot about this. This is so good. This is such a treat, bro. I feel like, bro, you know what I feel like right now? I feel like when you were in, well, we call it elementary school. When we were, you're in elementary school and you get a pizza party, like, yo, I forgot we get a pizza party. Yeah. You told me about this. Please tell, please tell the listener what's going on. I'm sorry, I'm going to cut you up. No, Go it's cool, it's cool, man. So, like, yeah, so my sister does the, the the intro for the podcast. And, yeah, her boyfriend is a, is a Rams fan. Um, So, yeah, so he was, he was meant to come around Sunday because prior to the Dolphin game, it was Manchester United v Arsenal. And we're both Man United fans. So, you know, that was our Sunday. He didn't come over. I watched Man United. They lost 1-0 to Arsenal. Don't want to talk about it. So, anyway, the, you know, it, during the week, it was like, yep, we're going to beat you. You don't want this smoke. It's game over. You're not going to score no points. Blah, 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 blah. I was like, listen, <laughs> we'll see. We will see. During the first half, like, the game that they finished it, during the first half, he was like, Goff is a fraud. He's whack. I don't know why, why we're playing. He was like, I'm turning the game over. I was like, listen, second half, you know, because obviously I want him to see his team get beaten, but he turned over. Um, my sister had just come home from work. This was during the first half. And she turns around to me and goes, can you apologize to my boyfriend? I'm like, I haven't done nothing. <laughs> and she's like, oh, he said he's not coming around tomorrow because you're going to take the mic out of him. I was like, read read the messages. I haven't taken the mic out of him at all. I've been nice. I've been cordial. I've been a gentleman. And she was like, okay, yeah, fair enough. So he came around this evening. I didn't bring it up. We spoke like, hey, how's it going? Blah, blah, blah. And then I was like, about that, that Rams game. Oh, you know, well, Goff is bad and all this kind of stuff. I was like, listen, I tried to warn you. Like, I'm not gloating, but I'm just saying these dolphins... And yeah, no, that that felt so good because had we lost, he wasn't coming around tonight. He he went walking through the door, but you know, my house, my team won. Come in, say hello. How's it going? <laughs> um, yeah, 
I think I think kind of to take it back to the game, what had been quite interesting is the people saying, you know, well, the Dolphins don't know what two at, but they're having two are because, you know, look at his stats and all this kind of stuff. And my reaction to that is would you rather him go three hundred yards for three touchdowns and the Dolphins lose? Like mm-hmm. if, if Tua has, you know, if Tua has an 80, 80.3 passer rating for the rest of the season and the Dolphins win every single game, I don't care. That means, you know, he, he's winning games. It's, you look at how many games did it take Joe Burrow and Justin Herbert, you know, to win to get their first NFL win. And look at some of the teams they've played. Herbert's had a difficult schedule, but I don't want to hear it. You know, Tua didn't make mistakes yesterday. The fumble was unfortunate. But he put the ball where it needs to be put, and I'd much, I'd much, I'd much rather him go two for twenty and one touchdown and win the game than you know what Goff had, which was what twenty-two for sixty-one with a bunch of interceptions and a forced fumble, and your team loses. This whole the Dolphins need to go go get Trevor Lawrence is a media thing which doesn't need to happen. Just be happy with what we got. He's only going to get better. Just, 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 just enjoy it. Why are we trying to go and get someone else? We saw it with Ryan Tannehill. Was oh, go and get Matt Moore and all this kind of stuff. No, okay, you know Tannehill isn't two or two isn't Tannehill. But please, people, man, just let it be. Bro, bro when when you said be happy with what we got, that sounds like you're settling. I am beyond. <laughs> I am ecstatic, bro. Like, do you? Can you? You don't understand. If someone would have told me two years ago that the Dolphins were going to end up with Tua, I would have been like, there's no freaking way. And then I would have thought, how bad do we have to be to have to get be able to be in a position to get Tua? The fact that we have Tua forever and ever, amen, bro, I am sold, bro. All we need is a couple more. Yeah, we need pieces. But I'm like, man, I'm, I'm here. I'm here for this. Tua train left the station. If you ain't getting on, if you, your bandwagon tickets are, are, are gone by now. I, I don't want to hear it when we're 10 and 6, knocking on the door of, of, a, of a, a, matter of fact, a home playoff game. A home playoff game. I said it. You know what I'm saying? So it's the first time that, that the Dolphins have scored a rushing touchdown, a passing touchdown, a defensive touchdown, and a special teams touchdown all in one game since 93. Right? Listen, something else happened in, in the 90s. In 98, Kadeem. And I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be, uh, I'm gonna be a little gentle. In '98, a Hall of Fame quarterback made his rookie debut against the Miami Dolphins. Um, do you know what Hall of Fame quarterback that was? He was a rookie at the time. He made his rookie debut against the Miami Dolphins in 1998. Do you know who that was? No idea. Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning in 1998 played his first regular season game against the Miami Dolphins. The Jason Taylor, Zach Thomas, Sam Madison, Terrell Buckley, Miami Dolphins. Matter of fact, Marino still has some Marino in him back in 98, like, believe it or not. And Peyton Manning threw three picks in his first game. But we all know who Peyton Manning is. Matter of fact, he's my favorite quarterback of all time. Just so, just in case nobody knew, Peyton Manning is my favorite quarterback of all time. Marino is on that short list. Uh, but Peyton Manning had the Hall of Fame career through three picks in the first game. I believe his dad was crying on the sideline, like in the stands. It was, it was a whole thing, right? Dolphins won that. Marino still looked like Marino, surprisingly. Like, you would never thought he only had a couple more years after that, with the way he looked. So with that being said, I'm saying, would you rather Tua come out and throw three picks you know what I'm saying? Like, cause I, I had that's my 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 nervousness when I was watching the game. I'm like, man, I hope dog don't come out and throw three picks, bro. Yeah. But then again, Peyton Manning came out and threw three picks and he's a Hall of Famer. So there's no, there's no, there's no, there's a no, it's no win, bro. If if he came out through three picks, bro, everybody would have been like, get rid of him. If he came out and, and went for what he did and the whole offense had 150 yards total. Everybody's like, oh, two is not it. Put Fitz back in, whatever, whatever. I'm like, bro, I'm not entertaining these boys. The same people that are coming for Tua are the same people that was coming for Flores talking about we need to fire Flores. I'm not entertaining them, people. I'm not entertaining them. Yeah, obviously, don't get me wrong. I would have loved it if he went, you know, 
21 for 24 with three touchdowns and a perfect pass away. I would have absolutely loved that. But, you know, the game didn't need Tua to do that. The game didn't need for him to be slinging the ball around. Um, I wasn't happy with some of the play calling. But again, it's, you know, the second half was very conservative. It was, let's just, you know, let's not make any dumb mistakes and let them run back into the game. And again, at no point during that second I'll, I'll caveat it with this. I'm still a nervous Dolphins fan because all I've known is I've been really, really bad, to be fair. So, you know, in the back of my mind, I'm still thinking the Rams are going to come back into this and, you know, it's going to be a complete turnaround and all that kind of stuff. But at no point did I think that would happen because two is going to make a dumb throw. I thought I was, I, I was thinking if they're going to be an interception, it's going to be an amazing play by a receiver or, you know, someone's going to catch it, it's going to get popped up in the air, boom, there you go, return. At no point did I think that two was going to make a dumb read and cost us the game. And again, this isn't a shot at Fitzpatrick, but it's the kind of thing Fitzpatrick would do, where he'd be like, uh-huh. you know what, let me just throw the ball up because it's third down. You saw it against the Jets. It was why we couldn't you know, complete on third down, probably why he got benched as well, because he was making dumb throws. Like, dude, you don't need to do that. Like, the game is won. See the game out, put some more points on the board. Yes, I would have loved it if we had, you know, some sustained six, seven-minute drives. I'll chat to my football friend, Jack. Um, Hey, Jack. And, you know, especially at the end, I was like, let's get the ball. Let's take away three to seven minutes. I know it's a very big gap. But let's get some first downs. Let's put the, you know, let's give the defense a break because, you know, there's always that chance that the Rams score quickly. And then, you know, we go three and out again. It's like, oh, my days, you know, it's, it's, it's just nervous. It, it was never nervous. And I think that's the one thing that Tua brings to the team. And, yes, there's going to be fumbles. There's going to be touchdowns. And there's always going to be that, you know, a section of fans that will turn around and say, we should have got Herbert or we need to go get Lawrence or go get Justin Fields or go and get whoever. That's always going to happen. However, Tua, in his first start, got a W. And that's all I care about. So I know you haven't been to a home game yet, right? Uh, 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 authentic Miami Dolphins home game. And when you, come, when, you, when you come to the stadium, bro, you're going to realize something. Uh, we, re, we rebuilt, the, not rebuilt, but we remodeled, you know, uh, the stadium. And we got a, like this overhang that, and we just redid it. It, it, it was supposed to be, a retractable roof, but now it's not retractable, it's, but it's still natural grass, right? So when you come to the stadium, there's something that you see. It, it's, it's just 1,000% noticeable. Like, you just see it off the bat. It's the way uh, the stadium was built. You still have natural sunlight. The sun, it, It's not a dome. You still have natural grass. But the way the stadium... Uh, our home field advantage is the visitors visit. We I said I mentioned this before. The visitors sideline is exposed to the sun the entire game. I the noticed whole... that. Go ahead. So I know. So I noticed it a couple of years ago. Adam Gay's game, first game of the season against the Steelers, because obviously you know I'm, I was still relatively new to being a Dolphins fan, and I was like, we're the home team, but we're playing in our or you know in our white jerseys. I didn't mm-hmm. understand it. And then after the game, like we battered the Steelers that game. It was a complete blowout. And after the game, Steelers were like, you know, in our dark uniforms, you know, we were just hot. We were baking, you know, players throwing up on the on the field. And I think yesterday's game, I think the temperature difference was something like 20 or 40 degrees from the home sideline to the away sideline. It's something which I absolutely love about our stadium because, you know, any team that travels to us, they're in the sun, and right. we're keep, so yeah. So look, so that's that's why that's why uh, I, I had some Fahrenheit and Celsius for you. I know you <laughs> always do the Fahrenheit and Celsius, so I have something ready for you. So on the home sideline, and this is why we always wear white at home. Uh, if you if you peep, the only times we wear our our dark jerseys, like our green jerseys or the throwback green jerseys, is usually a night game. If it's a home game, it'll be a night game that way because obviously the the home field advantage doesn't work. The sun isn't out, right? So we'll wear dark jerseys then. Or 
we'll have all white jerseys, so we'll put the visitor team in their dark jerseys. That's just what we do. I love it. So on the home sideline, it was 80 degrees Fahrenheit. That's 26 degrees Celsius, right? Nice. On the away sidelines, it is 140 degrees Fahrenheit, which is 60 degrees Celsius. Yeah. Hey, I don't know how that Celsius stuff works. It's, it's weird. Like 60 <laughs> doesn't even sound like a lot to me, but whatever. It, oh, but oh, you can oh imagine. Days, you like, okay, so like very quickly, on our hot days, like on my days is baking hot, we get up to like 31, 32. Like that's us going, oh my days, I'm hot. I'm, you know, shorts, no top, flip flops. I am roasting. That's like what, 31, 32 degrees. What? 60, 60 is nasty. Like, if you say to me, can even go outside at 60 degrees? <laughs> no. No. I'm like, I'm like, you're trying to bore me. You're trying to bore me alive. Not at all. <laughs> and I hate the heat. Yeah, man. I, I had I, I, when they showed the, the shot during the game. I was like, oh yeah, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta get us to Kadeem, man. Um, so something we haven't mentioned yet, and I want to kind of wrap it up, bro. The only thing would have made yesterday better, obviously outside of Tua throwing a couple touchdowns. But I'm glad we got that touchdown out of the way too. But the only thing that could have made yesterday even better, because I love the fact that we smacked the Rams, and and my dude from work has to hear me say we smacked the Rams, and he made every excuse in the book. Bro, you still my dog, bro. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I just had to mention you in the podcast. But look, only thing would have made yesterday better is if the Texans would have lost. Yeah. And they had a bye week. But who cares? You know what I'm saying? Um, so look, how about this? This is the Texans schedule coming up. Jacksonville, Cleveland, New England. All right? Now, the reason why I stopped there is because Jacksonville is not playing Gardner Mitchell. Yeah, so the Texans say. will probably get that W. I don't I, you don't know what what's gonna happen, Cleveland versus versus Houston. I, I don't I can't say that I'm sure Cleveland would beat Houston. And then you got New England, which I'm pretty sure they'll beat Houston, but that could go either way too, right? But then you have Detroit, Indianapolis, Chicago, Indianapolis again, Cincinnati, Tennessee. Listen, I'm putting this on the record. I don't believe Houston would have more than four wins. Yeah, if they go doing two wins, that's if they go six and ten, you're still looking at a top ten pick, and yeah. you know you're still looking at one of the best receivers. Like I watched the um, Alabama game on Saturday, um, and Devonta Smith, he he made plays. Now I don't think he'll be a first round you no know, pick or. Certainly not, you know, a top 10, top 20 pick. But I think, again, the one thing that came to mind, you know, at that, that game went on, outside of wide receiver one, Jakeem Grant, you know, we need <laughs> we need playmakers. We need guys that can get separation. Like, again, for how amazing our defence played, you know, we couldn't really contain Cooper Cup that much. Um, Robert Woods got wide open. Josh Reynolds got wide open. Um, You know, you give us some some truly, truly special wide receivers. And it's going to be amazing. And then he partnered up, you know, with Aid. And again, I love Mars Gaskin. I'm glad he got his um his touchdown yesterday. But again, you get an even better running back. Division's last next year. That's all I'm saying. So I, I got to imagine if we get a top five pick, I got to imagine we're trading it back. 100% please um, do it. Uh, if you trade away a top five pick, you're probably you're a hundred times coming away with an a, a extra second at minimum. The yeah. minimum is an extra second. Uh, so I believe this 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 Texans pick will be for sure a top ten, but there's potential that it could be a top five, bro, and that'll be so solid. We could have more assets, uh, more just more more picks to move around. More players to draft. If you know what I'm saying, if we want to go get a, a Kenny Galladay because they they're gonna franchise tag him, or if we wanted to go get a um, Allen Robinson, give him the number 15. All of a sudden, we could call him AR 15 again. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. man, that'll be solid. So Texans, keep doing what you're supposed to be doing. 
hopefully y'all lose even to Jacksonville without Gardner, Gardner Minshew. Like I hope I, ho- I hope Loudon comes out like ready, like ready for his NFL debut, six round pick, just like Minshew was, and just wants to show up. But uh, that that'll be asking a lot. I, I don't know, man. I like I like Detroit to beat the Texans. I really do. Like I like Stafford to come out looking like Stafford. New England might get them boys. Colts will beat them twice. Chicago might show up. I just like the Texans to. I don't I don't see more than four wins. And if they do get four, it would not be more than five. And at that time, when do you say Watson? We're shutting you down. You're done for the season. Like we don't want you to get hurt. It would be foolish of us to leave you in and you tear ACL while the team is two and ten, right? So there's a chance this pick could be real, real good, man. Yeah, definitely. And I think even though I would love to go into the draft with you know four picks or three picks inside the top, you know, forty, with a trade deadline closing, you know, just days if not hours away by the time you hear this, um, we can go and get a number one receiver for that Houston second round pick, I don't see how you can say no. I agree, man. Hey, you got anything else, bro? Yeah, just this, this little, nice little quirk which the, comment, the um, commentator picked up on yesterday. Tua's first first touchdown pass was to Devontae Parker, number 11, Tua, Tua Rez, number one. So that was one to 11. And the date yesterday, and I know you, you guys kind of have it backwards compared to us, so however you want to say, you know, be it one eleven or eleven one, you know, it was that perfect symmetry, one to eleven on, you know, one eleven. I'll end it with that. Hey, that's what's up, bro. I didn't need, I did not even peep. I would not have even. That's what's up, man. That's pretty dope, bro. Hey, that's all we got for this time, man. We thank y'all for coming in, tuning in. Hey, Dolphins is looking good. We four and three, three getting. Bro, I mean, listen. I can't even close the show right because I'm so happy, but I cannot wait. I cannot wait till we listen. Thank you for tuning in this time. Make sure you catch us next time on Go Time. Charlie Touche, Kadeem Simmons. Y'all ready? Gotta make them lose their mind when it's your time. And it's show time. Going all out when it's go time. I ain't wasting no time. Gotta make them lose their mind when it's show time. Cause it's your time Lay it on the line when it's go time go, go, Don't waste no time Gotta make them lose their mind when it's your time And it's your time That last week, like before the end, before the trade deadline Cause you can imagine that, you know, after the game Obviously with COVID, it probably won't be as, you know, as mixed as it was or As it usually would be you know, like, you know, Steve Ross and whoever the Cardinals guy is chatting, it's like, yo, Isaiah Simmons, eh, what are you saying? You know, we gave you Kenyon Drake, you gave us Josh Rosen. Clearly, you know, there's a good relationship here. Mm-hmm. You know, why don't you just leave, you know, don't don't even send Isaiah Simmons home. We'll take him home, you know. <laughs> you know, so, you're yeah, trying to play with us. Exactly. <laughs> So yeah, I wish we played them, you know, before the before the trade deadline. But you know, it's teams I'm 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 pretty sure team of the media was still gonna pick the Cardinals over us. I think a few more might go, do you know what? Don't even don't even the Dolphins. But nah. Team people, media, teams, they're still not gonna respect us. You know what? This is this is what it is. Last week, everybody picked the Rams. Everybody picked the Rams. This week is going to be split like half Ram- half Cardinals, half Dolphins. And then next week is going to be, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm bought in. Everybody's going to pick the Dolphins moving out. But well, who we got? We got uh, the Cardinals. Then we got, I want to say the Chargers. Then yeah. we got like Dem- the Jets. Then we got Denver. Then we got Cincinnati. Bruh. Those teams don't scare me. Those teams are scary. That's all I'm saying. Stay tuned. And the thing is that the the offense will get better. You know, it's it's going to keep on improving. The one thing I'm surprised I didn't see, which no, I say surprised I didn't see. I wanted to see. So right at the end, it was one that they got with um Mark with Gaskin, and they were blowing it up. I believe there was option to run the read option there because they were they were not keen on Tua. Now, obviously. You don't want to it to run, get hit, fumble the ball, and stuff like that. But the way they were like crashing the middle, 
Mm-hmm. I reckon if you kind of snuck in the read option, two was gone. At, le- bro, at he, least. I, I, I've been saying, I was saying it the whole game, bro. They need to run two more. Yeah. Like, yo, we need to, yo, surprise. Exactly. You know because they were not, they were not keen on it. And the third and one call to direct that to Mars Gaskin, Gaskin needs to just run with his head down and get that first. I don't know why he tried to stop and try and find a hole. Dude, just get the first. He's too little, bro. He's not. He's not built for that. Who else are you gonna put in? Breeder to do that. That's what yeah. we got. Jordan Howard for. And Jordan Howard don't even. He's he not even dressed. Yeah. Um. But you know. You know. You know. I, I was like I said. I was watching the. I was watching the game with LB, and LB has um, who's who's Chicago's running back? Oh, Montgomery, David Montgomery, yes. right? And I love David Montgomery. Absolutely love him. He was like, I tried to get him on every team. I liked him when he was in college. I'm like, man, I love this dude. But same thing with Joe Mixon and David Montgomery. They can't block for these boys. So yeah. now they look like it's it's on them. Like, no, nah, this is not on David Montgomery. Get, like, block. So I'm like, yo, I holler at Chicago, too. Like, what's up, bro? Like, let, let us take David Montgomery off y'all hands since y'all don't know what to do with him. You know what I'm saying? That would be a perfect one, too. Montgomery and... and, and